Sox lost like I think the Red Sox have lost like four straight games. I think shit. they've lost every game. Yeah, yeah, they won one. They won their first game, I believe, and then lost every game so sequentially after that. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. It's amazing. It's inc- I almost wrote an article for our website today on how much I don't care about sports. But I was like, I feel like that might be a little against brand, uh, off brand, and Dustin might not want that yet. No, I don't care. If you um, write something, go for it. But I don't know. But welcome to Hi, Empty Your Q. Today <laughs> we're talking sports. Sports balls. All uh, sports balls. This is actually something Dustin has been uh, just fucking chomping at the bit to talk about. And, I don't uh, think I would go that far, but... <laughs> Uh, the new season of Last Chance You hit Netflix last week, and it's pretty incredible. Um, so what is Last Chance You? Basically, it's like every season's another team. So is it a university where you get a last chance for... Essentially. It's a ju- it's so Life? It's, it's Juco football. Okay. And it's these people that are there, like these players that are there trying to... Um, like obtain make a d1 college D2 team scholarship like a yeah trying to get off college it's, and so it's called last chance you because it's basically like they're 21 22 23 in the junior college system and they've got to try to get <laughs> what this is what i covered like okay yeah this is exactly what yeah you, what you wrote about um oh wow and the introduction to this is a little more topical and on point okay so i see why you let me ramble yeah <laughs> so this season is all this is the last season they're doing football it's been a huge oh. hit for netflix they've done these five seasons now i can imagine you put football on anything that's not called the xfl and it's bound to succeed and they're gonna do their so next season is basketball is juco basketball mm. which i think could be good too that's gonna be tougher yeah that does tough. not turn out a lot of people no after seeing how good this season has been too so far i'm only like Halfway through, I'm in like because there's eight. a whole system in junior colleges that these kids are just using as a funnel system to get out of suspensions and other stuff. I don't mean that in a bad way, like the NCAA and shit, like like Cam Newton. Look yeah. at Cam Newton's story. He started at a university and then shit happened, had to go to a JUCO and then got picked up by another university. And then he got picked up by Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the it's rest like, is history. Yeah. So, so this is not that. This no. Is, there's no stories of like this is all stories of like this is the puffy ball washing like. Hey, look, there's the, look, there's a good side to it. Not even like a lot of the kids on this team are like one kid has to wake up and drive like two and a half hours. So the team they're following is Laney, Laney College up in the Oakland area. And their head coach is John Beam, who is basically like the brother of Jim. <laughs> who's basically, is he also an alcohol bottle? No. Damn it. A human man, full fledged human Fuck. man. And he um just sentient alcohol bottle out there coaching. <laughs> he's uh he's coached in Oakland, I think he says like forty years. Something he's like a staple of um of the Oakland football scene, like across a ton of different schools. Okay. So he gets to Laney and they're like a not a do nothing type of school. And I so guess he's the Gordon Bombay of Oakland area high school coaches. Twenty eighteen <laughs> They go on a run, like a Cinderella run, and end up winning the area's division title. 
Okay. They shock everybody. Wow. So last chance you this season, season five, follows this team that had won into twenty nineteen, the title defense season. Okay. And it's clear from the start that it's gonna be a tough watch because shit is not very uplifting out of the gate. Has he lost a lot of uh has there been a lot of turnaround on yeah, the there's team? There's a lot of turnover and then there's just turnover. A, a lot turnover. of injuries. So they start the season with four quarterbacks on the roster. And by episode two, they're like, okay, our starting wide receiver is our quarterback now. Because yeah. every other quarterback gets hurt. Yeah, a lot of JUCO teams do that shit because they're like fucking high school teams. No they offense put, to JUCO teams, but they put um, they are kind of ragtag group. They're like the dirty dozen of football teams. They put this dude in, and they're trying to teach him. And it's funny because like you really get a sense of how teams – interact with one another and how like it's all love but at the same time like you can tell they annoy the shit out of each other yeah because there's one part where they're trying to talk this this third string they're trying to coach the third string quarterback up and the the coach beam is like hey what do you see in this defense here they're watching film and he's like what do you see in the defense here it's like the first two dudes who came off the boat on d-day and then the, <laughs> the third dudes in the back who just watched the first two guys die and is like I don't want to do this. They look at them. They're dead. <laughs> but he goes. He Their goes, knees are silly, putty. He goes. So what? What do you see here? What's this defense telling you? What does the defense say? And he's like, I don't know that there's eleven men on the field. He's <laughs> like, yeah. The kid basically is like, well, I see like there's gonna be an open spot on the flat, and there's and the coach is like, we don't. Run, there's no flat on this play call. Like this play that we're calling is not. No, this defense is not what you would run a flat against. Well, hey, coach, maybe we run a flat down the middle here, and we and we might get that something. opening yeah. that they have. But it's funny because he says it, and all the kids, the other kids, are like, "Oh my god!" Like they're like, "Well, we're gonna." Lo-. It's basically like. So was this his first title? The random this was Cinderella the Laney, one. The Laney College. It was their first title. It was not his first across okay. his career. Okay. It's just. It was a big story because he took a do nothing team that was like yeah. four and four and okay. finished like ten and four, or eleven and four, or something. Yeah, to win that, yeah, and won whatever division. Basically, won it with like in. the greatest like junior college defense you've ever seen. So that's their their calling card for the for this year so far too. And the defensive players are like, this really sucks because we have a quarterback that doesn't identify the defense properly, and this this kid so they're like, going to be out there a lot. It's yeah, it's like watching like the 2017-18 Bears when like the defense or the was Bears like, of the, any oh, yeah, of the or the last Bears of the 10 last, years. Yeah. Where you're after, like, after the Super Bowl, you're like this Bears defense is going to stop anybody and they might even score some points, but the offense is a giant negative. So so that's what it's been like so far. Um but the reason I really like it and the reason I wanted to talk about it here is because we already did the one on Friday Night Tikes. Oh yeah, and this is like Friday night, 20-somethings. And it's just like, it's so much easier to to get into this one because it's not kids going helmet to helmet. No, it's still bad. It's, it's like, not, it doesn't matter whether it's children or men. It's still it's not still, a good it's thing. It's still bad, but like when you see the... Like re- football's a fucking terrible sport. You get the reasons everyone's playing. Oh, oh, yeah! They just want to fuck their brains out. They're like, "Oh, I have a kid. I'm playing because I need to try to make a uh, get a better offer so I can make a better life." And so I get like, there's one dude drives two and a half hours because Laney College is the one that accepted him, and he lives two hours away. Or maybe, maybe they could get an education at the junior college they're at, work towards a bachelor degree, and actually kind of like 
work down a path of success that makes more sense than the limited and very finite resource of making it to the NFL. But that's not dope. So they they go through and like so far, like I said, I'm only like halfway through, but I've really enjoyed like. So what happened after the first season, though? What was the like? Where did those kids go? What did any of them do? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But okay. it's yeah, it's a different team every year. Next year is going to be basketball, which I'm excited to see as well, even though, like you said, probably most of this doesn't like the way you're explaining this and what I'm getting gathering from it is that this show doesn't really give a shit about the kids. It's about the coach. No, this like one... you have obviously to fill episodes and time. You have interstitials about like this kid who drives two hours and blah, blah, blah. But the majority of it is this fucking coach. No, it's a balance of everything. Is it? Yeah, it's a balance of everything. Like you you can tell that like the the coach is ingrained in the community. Like you can get a sense of that. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like here's just the coach. Here's the coach doing this. Here's the coach doing that. Here's the coach doing this. But it's here's the coach doing this with this person or this person. It no, it's more games and like practice footage too. Yeah. And then like the interstitials are like the the day to day stuff, but you do get a larger sense of like practices and games. Okay. Um I, there is one part where he just like knocks out like two twenty five on the bench. He's like a sixty something year old man. He just just benches it out real like just like quick bench and fuck yeah. I think he says to someone later on in one of the games he's I tore like, my lat. Yeah, right off the bone. <laughs> no, he says something like, "Like you wish you'd look like me at, at my age, huh? Well, you just got to work for it. Doesn't come free. Doesn't come like he's like just one of those like hard ass football coach types." Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you sound thrilled. Yeah, uh, it's no. unfortunate you can't see how far back I've rolled my eyes in my fucking head. He's currently dead. He rolled yeah. them so far back. I look like the Undertaker right now. But like current day Undertaker, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, a little sad. Yeah. Um. No, I just I like it a lot, and I know that. Why it, do you like it a lot? Because it's it's been entertaining. There's Does it a, give you hope? Does it for myself? No. No. I don't. What do you think, get from this? I'm not going to magically become a JUCO athlete. What do you now. get? What do you get from this? Entertainment. It's too late for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's too late for me. Late my life you. is basically over. I'm 30 now. Because like a lot of my experience with it, like talking to the kids and stuff, is was younger kids who couldn't really find scholarships and shit who were basically using that route of like, I do two years here, then transfer to a school under the basis of something education based and then hop on that team and then try to get on that team when you get there. It's not cause they're not really. And then there are the rare few that were decent enough to find a scholarship down the road as opposed to coming out of high school. Uh, yeah. I have my thoughts on a couple players that are in this season that are going to get offers. Like I can kind of tell who it from be. schools. Like, yeah. Like I have a feeling like, it's yeah, be like, Hey, but like they have to be really elite talent. Cause look, the kids that are groomed from high school up are the ones that you're watching in the fucking NFL right now. Oh, like yeah. it doesn't just start magically in Juco. Like you don't just find some hidden fucking talent all of a sudden like what's well, like it, talent and opportunity and like there's a reason why the third stringer wasn't able to identify plays and shit like that is because he hasn't really his life hasn't been geared towards figuring that shit out and the kids that are the first stringers or the kids that are the star quarterback in high school and shit like that and not like your run of the mill like 
podunk town Al Bundy type fuckers, but the kids that are cranking out 50 touchdowns a fucking season and crazy fucking stats. And right. They're on lists on ESPN and all that type of shit. Those are the kids that make it and do go on to stuff. So that's why this stuff, I don't know. Like this stuff always bothers me because it's like, oh yeah, you put all this stuff in this positive light and stuff and then you don't see where these kids go or how much education these kids are actually able to get from this stuff. Cause sports scholarships are not like, Oh, here's four years. It's here's a fucking semester, bro. Prove yourself. You got to stay on this team or here's a year in scholarship. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why it's like one and done makes sense because you've literally one and done to that kid anyway. Like you, Oh, you offer them a scholarship. but It's not a full ride. It's a year by year basis. And a lot of times they try to fuck them out of that year by year stuff. That's why the other 53 kids that are on these teams or 65 kids that are on these teams have to actually get an education and figure shit out. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see some dumbass coach. What weight lift 250 fucking pounds. I've seen that shit enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was an entertaining show. I've enjoyed it. so far. <laughs> I'm excited to watch the rest. Uh, this is my problem with sports. It takes the humanity out of these humans. It makes them fucking these little entertainment packages, little prizes for us. For what? Some sense of community. Please. So I guess just stop, <laughs> just stop there. Just call it a. No, no, no. What else? Um, but what does it delve into the kids? That's what I'm interested in. It's like. What do I get from these kids' experiences and from their stories other than they drove two hours? You just you see their lives. like You see what it means to them and why they're working so hard. And it's like there are kids there. That but then like, you don't get to see the end result? I haven't finished the show, dude. But you finished know. the first season. I know. This is the first season I've watched. You didn't watch the first season? First I haven't season? watched the first four, no. <laughs> you said you did no, earlier. I, said I, th- I, I asked this. you. I said you watched it. So I you watched I, the seasons before. You were like, yeah. And I was no, like, in the seasons before. I said before. I've watched this and I'm halfway through this season. Oh. Yeah. So I'm. this has all just been like, hey, this looks interesting. Oh, my Let's God. Let's see what this is about. Okay. Well, now. See, I thought you said that you'd watched it. No. And that they just. Okay. Yeah. I'm halfway through this season. I was just interested. Is it the same coach every single fucking no, season? No, it's a different. It's a different team every year. It's a different team every year. Yeah. Okay, and this season is this dude is Laney College, Jim Beam, John Bean, okay, John Beam, and the Laney College Eagles. Okay, and you're getting like a sense of what these kids are, what their life is like, what they're. It's a lot like Friday Night Hikes, where it's like, look how sad this kid's life is, and what football does to bring them together. Yes, but you do you do get a better sense of family. Like there's a lot of like shots of everybody hanging out, or like of families together watching games. One. One kid, his brother, got an offer from Laney to play on Oregon, and he became, like, the starting cornerback for the Oregon Ducks, like, week three of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so they have, like, a big barbecue at their house to watch him play, like, to watch their brother play. There we go. And, yeah, so it's, like, stuff like that so far. Um, you get, like, a little bit of, like, one dude, like, one of the one of the O-linemen has a child, and him and his girlfriend are, like, going around like trying to take care of the child and like he's still trying to play football and she's trying to he like, should do her maybe career. find something new well i looked it up because i was really curious on his story because that kind of i was like this seems a little odd like he must be a very good offensive lineman to be like 
hey, we're going to make this work while I play junior college football. Yeah. But it does seem like um, like he did get some, some offers from actual like D1 schools. But D one schools don't pay for your child. They don't pay for your child, but or your he, house. If he can grind it out another year or a season, and no, be, you still have to put in it two years at a division to get into a draft. Yeah, wouldn't he just have to play the one year? No, I don't think so. Depending on how they put how they register him and stuff. I don't know because it said that he got a ton of offers from D one schools and was like that much closer to his dream. He might only need to play one year, but just because you get a fucking... Like I said, there's 63 men on the fucking roster. Yeah, but like offensive tackle, a little different. There's always need for more. But it's an expensive position. Like drafting-wise, things like that, It's still it still pays high. Oh, yeah. And that fucks with cap space. It's not just something that, that people just like, oh, okay, I'll just draft this, whatever. Like... As I'm saying, there's a whole month. That's why it's like, okay, cool, cheery, happy in this show. But it's like, most of these dudes aren't going to make it in the NFL. And uh, cool, I get to see how this person is dedicating their fucking life to something that's... Like, you have a kid. <laughs> you don't have time for fucking football. like Or dreams and hopes. Like, <laughs> are your hopes and dreams going to feed your fucking child? Like, uh, last time I, I checked, no. Like, oh, but wait, your wife, oh, the one who had to fucking go through labor and pump that kid out is now going to have to work to support you and your fucking dreams and this child. Like, I don't know. It's just stuff like that. It's like, cool. I can see the positive aspect of this. I really can. But can, at the same can time, you? Because it I know. But at the same time, the negatives of this situation far outweigh that positive rah rah bullshit so, so we can you know if you have a similar viewpoint last chance you probably not the show for you uh i've enjoyed it so far i would recommend it to to sports fans or documentary fans it's been very good um but yeah if you have that that similar wor- world view i just steer clear just just avoid it there's other stuff there's other stuff you can watch um any any parting thoughts no okay uh, you can find us on Twitter or <laughs> you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Heferbrew. Uh, Heferbrew, or no, the movie mailbag at gmail.com is the email address. And Heferbrew.com is the website where Cameron may or may not write a piece flaming all of sports forever. Anything else, you sure? Anything? No? I'm okay. Sorry. We'll get- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We will uh, we will get out of here. I feel like we should re-record this one. And uh, we'll be back, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>